Hello, hello, and welcome back to Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. Hey, Randy Cash over there. That's just going to be what I say when I introduce hey. it every week, I guess. Hey, like what's our up? secondary title. Uh-huh. Hey, what's up? How are you this week? I'm doing all right, man. You're doing all right? Yeah. All right. Guess what tomorrow is? Uh, Your birthday? No, <laughs> that's not until February. It is National Coming Out Day. Oh, brilliant. Did you know there was such a thing? I did. Yep. So, actually, do you realize, I don't know if you know this or not, so last week, you know, we talked about, like, kind of our story a little bit and how we met, how we kind of, like, transitioned to what we are now. Do you know that you are actually the first person I came out to? I do know this. You knew this? Yes, I did. I'm trying to think. It was probably within... Like a month or two of knowing, maybe two months, I think, of knowing you. We were like sitting out on the back porch, and I just kind of told you. I was like, this is in the process of us trying to figure mm-hmm. out like what we were supposed to be for each other or to each other or whatever. And I just remember telling you, I was like, Randy, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, I've always wanted to date women. I've always known that. And I was like, woohoo! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but, I, but I've never tried to. I don't even know where to start. Um, and I don't know what that means. Does that mean that I'm gay? Does it mean that I'm bisexual? Does it mean I'm just, like, I used to call it um, heteroflex. No. <laughs> I used to call it heteroflexible because I used to say, well, I've never dated women but I think I'd like to, but I'd only been with men. And then I think as the as the conversation progressed, I'll just I, one of the things I'm so grateful to you for was that you just said you're like, well, I think you probably need to figure that out. Like if you've gone, I think at that point I was 30. You were like, if you've gone 30 years of your life with not being able to own this and be authentic yeah. about it, maybe you should maybe you should figure that out. Like that mm-hmm. seems important on some you, level. Yeah, you should see how. Uh, you should see for yourself how <laughs> crazy it is to try to date you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, actually, probably yes. Uh, um, and, no. Yeah. Yes, I get it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm very uh, humbled and flattered and honored and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff that you came, that you came out to me, man. So yeah, I think I'm it's very, that I uh, just finally felt safe enough very, to say it. Very special Aww. is the word I think I'm yeah. looking for. It was a scary conversation, though, because, I mean, I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Like, I didn't know how it was going to progress from there because I literally felt like, you know, when you're like 15, 16, you start dating people, maybe younger than that, whatever. I never got to experience that the way I wanted to. I had always just kind of done what everyone told me to do. Like, it had always just sort of felt like there wasn't a choice like I even remember being like six seven years old and having like my grandparents and stuff they would tease me you know they'd be like oh so and so likes you and I wouldn't be just the typical like no boys have cooties I was like mad I was like no I do not want that I don't want boys to like me I don't I don't want that at all like I was just like angry I remember at one point I got mad enough that I like stormed in my house and I slammed the front door and I like locked myself in the bedroom and I just I wouldn't come out. I was just just furious that they wouldn't listen to me, that I didn't want boys right. to like me. Now, I realized that no one was forcing me to date men or to, to ultimately think that was like what was supposed to be. But I wasn't really given another model to mm-hmm. imagine. And so growing up in a really small town in a pretty religious environment, it just I didn't even know that I didn't even know it was an option. I just didn't even I know that may sound crazy. And then what happened was that 
I, I'm I'm married, right? And you know, one of the things that he and I are pretty open about, and this is how I'll, if there are men that contact me through social media now, I'll just go, yeah, ask my ex-husband how much fun it was to be with, uh, to be married to a, a, a lesbian that didn't know it, because it really did cause, like, a struggle in, in the whole, like, intimate department of our relationship, because I would have to kind of, like, gear myself up or feel like I love this person so much, mm-hmm. yet I don't want this part of the relationship that goes along with it. And it was really confusing. And so now he likes to joke. He's like, wow, so I had a lot of sex with a lesbian. Okay, I'm good with that, you know. But at the same time, it it was very confusing because I ultimately, we went to sex therapy. We went mm. to couples therapy. We tried all of these things. And it's almost like on some level, I kind of knew that like, okay, well, maybe it's because I'm not as attracted to men as I thought I was or think I am or think I'm supposed to be, but it was still very confusing. And mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody is like, that's their first go-to in their head, especially if that's not the model that you come from. So I've often joked that I went and became a sex therapist so I could figure my own stuff out. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that's not an untruth because on, on some level, it was like the more that I felt comfortable with sexual topics and the more that I kind of understood the range of sexual presentation and then it wasn't as simple as just okay well you know I'm gay or I'm straight it's like there's a lot of in between of figuring stuff out and questioning and the more I figured that out the more it was hard for me to sort of Mm -hmm. ignore you know Um, I went on kind of a like a first date rampage right after my divorce Mm -hmm. sort of started (laughs) (laughs) and I had a whole bunch of first dates but not a whole lot of second ones and I just got to a point where I was like okay there's there's something that's not connecting here so then when you and I met and I said last week you know that we kind of mistook our connection for something else it was sort of confusing for me because now I'm like okay so maybe this is who I'm supposed to be with like I'm still confused though which is why I ultimately told you like okay I really mm-hmm. think I want to date women you know but it's also was a very scary proposition cuz I don't think I'm very good at dating like I don't think I'm good at the whole flirting thing I'm I'm mm. like way serious about everything and so I would like talk to women I'd be like Randy help me decipher this like I don't understand what that's why I say you're my wing person cuz like yeah. so I laughed last week cuz you're like wing person and I was just thinking, <laughs> I, 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 if you don't want me to say, you want me to take this out, I'll take it out. No, you're good. Go ahead. I remember we were, I forget where we were hanging out. It's the improv shop now. I forgot what that bar used to be oh. down there behind White Castle in the Grove. The Attitudes and, Place? I don't remember. Okay. But we were sitting there and you, and, and you wanted to talk to a girl. I and did. You were, you were shy and you didn't I didn't know, know what, to, what say. to say. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, all right, dude, this is a cheesy old line that I used to use a long time ago. And I was <laughs> like, this, she smokes. Okay, so um, just go over there and ask her for a light. Right. And you then, actually went and bought me cigarettes. At that point uh, in time, I didn't really smoke. I don't right. smoke anymore, but I didn't really smoke regularly then. Yeah, I don't think I did either, did I? I don't think so. And there was one of those cigarette machines in the bar. You're like, all right, yeah. here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> You're going to just ask her for a light. Don't even inhale it if you don't want to. Just go over there and ask her to That's light funny. your cigarette. And and it's interesting because I did. <laughs> and I was so nervous, though. I really did feel oh, like that, you know, 15, 14-year-old, right. like, like nervous, didn't know what to say, just like really uncomfortable. Like it was a whole lot more comfortable to sit there with you and just check out the women that I thought were attractive than it was to actually put myself in the the action seat, right, to go oh and God. do this. It was hard. 
It was like a John Hughes film. <laughs> it was like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I was Damone, and you were the other guy. And oh, my goodness. Isn't it- this great? <laughs> <laughs> It was just so funny because it was like you were, though. And then, like, so when we ultimately went over and talked to her, um, you came and sat next to us. And she she, she actually like, said, Dude. no, she wasn't. <laughs> she was actually like, she's like, you know, we were trying to figure out what y'all's dynamic was. Because, like, it seemed like y'all were friends. It seemed like, you know, like y'all at least were, were connected. But we weren't sure if you were, like, in a relationship. Because, you know, most gay bars are, like, straight yeah. friendly bars also. So it wouldn't have been unusual for a straight couple to go there. It's just, like, a safe place to go. So it was just, it was a whole funny time. And that's not the only time you, you assisted me. Mm-hmm. There was another time that, where did we go that night? The Crack Fox? I think that's where we were. There was some kind Maybe. of a comedy show or something going on. I don't remember. And um, so like it was this whole process of we were going to go up there and I had like told this girl I was going to meet like, okay, you can come meet. Like that's my best right. friend is here. We're going to watch this, you know, comedy show. Um, that's right. And, I remember. Right. And and so she she comes and we, we had a good night and we all seemed to have a good time. So as we're leaving, like you went ahead and let us leave and I'll never forget it was so funny because she was also kind of in the same process of trying to figure out like what's uh-huh. this going to look like and like do I want to date women? What do I want? And um, I'll never forget the awkwardness of being like, I kind of want to kiss her. I don't know how to do that. Huh. Not sure how this is supposed to work. And so we kind of like gave each other a hug handshake and kind of uh-huh. left, right? And then I texted her from the card. I'm like, yeah, so I feel really awkward Kind of wanted to kiss you goodnight, but don't know how to do that. Didn't even know if that was acceptable. <laughs> so then it's like we're having this over-intellectualized conversation through text about what we wish we could have, should have done. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole thing. It, it, it was a whole process. But that's what I mean when I say it felt like I went through this like second puberty of sorts. Right. Of trying to figure out how the heck to even date women. Like, I just, it was not easy for me. As much as I wanted it, it was not easy for me. I'm laughing at myself. I could not even begin to imagine what that must be like, man. (laughs) I mean, I mean, mean, serious for once. I mean, that's heavy stuff, dude. Yeah. I'm just very, I'm very grateful I had your assistance, though. Thanks. You know, that's the, not the first time, but it's one of the few times. In my life that I can remember that I didn't make it all about me. <laughs> no, you were I could very have helpful. totally been like, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but you I were not though. creepy about it. No, no. Not at all, dude. Yeah, and, you know, then it was the whole thing of navigating. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> then it was the whole thing of navigating, like, the feelings involved. Because I was not expecting to, I guess, be, like, you know, I had, I had, felt loving feelings for men before but i had never really felt that with a more authentic kind of everything's connecting right right and when that started to happen with this one person i was seeing for a little bit oh my gosh it was almost like i I felt like my heart was gonna like explode from good feelings but also fear and then it was Mm -hmm. the it didn't work out the way i wanted it to and i felt really crushed by it and i'm like well what's wrong with me why doesn't she want me and i had never experienced those feelings before like if if i would date men and they didn't want me i didn't care like i would move on and like oh Mm -hmm. well no worries like there was not this feeling of like sad emptiness like can't go on kind of thing and so when that would happen, oh boy, I would I did not handle that well. Like I remember in particular there was one night cuz you know I I we lived together for the mm-hmm. longest time as friends, right? And mm-hmm. um I come home and you're like, 
dude, what's wrong? Like, you do not seem okay. And I'm like, yeah, not not doing so good. Just not doing so good at all. You know, just mm-hmm. like my heart feels crushed and I don't know what to do with that. So it just, yeah, it was definitely not a straightforward like, okay, I just come out to my best friend and then magically go figure it out. Like it right. was kind of an evolution. And at one point, so I had said, you know, I thought I was heteroflexible, meaning I'd never dated women, but thought I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, okay, well, I've had some, you know, some some feelings develop with dating women, but I've only ever really known dating men. So maybe that means I'm bisexual. Like maybe that's that's what this means. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of questioning. Then it kind of went more to, well, there, there's been maybe some men I've had better connections with than others. So is it possible that I'm like homoflexible, like going to the other right. end? Like I really just want to be with women, but maybe I've got some connections with men. I even went through a time period of saying, well, maybe I'm supposed to have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Like I'm supposed to have one of each. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what this means. And there was just a lot of confusion, right? And and I found myself being kind of judgmental with myself and not right. real compassionate and not very mm-hmm. patient. I just wanted it all to be figured out. Um, it honestly wasn't until I met my, my now girlfriend, who we've been together for almost four years, um, when I met her and I had this sort of different connection with someone, it felt like finally there weren't games being played and there wasn't a, I want them and they don't mm-hmm. want me or, you know, they want me and I don't want them that there wasn't any of that. And we just sort of connected. It took probably about six months of us seeing each other before I was like, you know, I really think this is maybe not six months, maybe more like three months. I really think this is just this is what I want. Like, this Mm. is, this is, this is me, you know? And as soon as I owned that and I, and I said it out loud and I kind of, we we committed ourselves to each other, so to speak, it just felt right. Like there was just Mm -hmm. a freedom in that. And, you know, once I allowed myself to go to that place and I stopped being so judgmental about where I was on this process and kind of holding myself to this really high standard that I would not hold anybody else to, Mm -hmm. Once I kind of got off of that process, um, it, it became a lot easier, you know, because I, I really was. I was I was being really judgmental about like, well, I'm a sex therapist. I help people with this kind of thing all the time, but I can't mm-hmm. even friggin' help myself. Like, what's wrong with me? How fraudulent can I be as a yeah. person? And I, I just felt very like it almost makes me want to cry now. I just uh-huh. felt very down on myself and I also was like, who's going to take me seriously, you know? And I think ultimately when I stopped trying to make a decision based on what other people were going to think about me or how they were going to perceive that information, and I just sort of connected to the authenticity of, but this is me. You know, this is what I want. This is what feels right to me. Um, Freedom kind of came with that, you know, this kind of freedom to just be. And mm-hmm. to not feel like I had to live to anybody else's expectations other than mine was a very freeing experience. But it's also the reason that I will always, you know, recognize National Coming Out Day as a really big deal. You know, there are absolutely man. There are critics of it that are like, you know, why do, why do you need a day to just, you know, say that you're gay or like same reason that people like, why do you need a gay pride event or whatever? And the reason is for this entire story because. Mm-hmm. I had seen other people use the National Coming Out Day, kind of October 11th is the day. I had seen them use that, and I had always been kind of inspired, like, you know, on the back of my mind almost, like, hey, that could be me one day. Since I've connected to it and used that day as a way to come out, um, 
I've had a number of people reach out and say, you know, I really appreciate your your willingness to mm-hmm. own this because it's helping me. I'm not at a place where I can be as open yet, but it gives me hope that maybe one day I can. And so for that reason alone, I will always celebrate and share this day because I think people need to know that it's okay to just be who they are, no matter where you are. Like I, like I said, I was 30 years old. Right. Thought I had my life all figured out and then basically hit a gigantic reset button right in the middle of all of that. That's why there's a national coming out day because people were afraid to come out yeah. for a very and are still yeah. afraid to come out. Absolutely. That's, a, that's why there's yeah. that day. That's I, I get it. Stupid. Yeah. I know. And, you know, I, I feel yeah. like people yeah. don't always understand that. But, no. you know, I mean, that's kind of on them. I feel like. My, my Part of my role, at least, is that I do want to be either an example for or kind of like, you know, um, a, a model to follow of that you don't have to do things exactly like I do them, but it is okay to connect to your own authentic self and right. to be very vulnerable with how you share that information, you know, and... That in and of itself is a process. I think mm-hmm. when people think about the coming out process, you, you'll you hear people say, oh, when did you come out? And I kind of joke when people will ask me that, that it's literally been, it took me what, like a, like a two-year process basically from the day I told you, hey, Randy, I really mm-hmm. think I want to date women, to me actually being able to come out and say, hey, I'm, I'm a lesbian mm-hmm. and I really just want to be with women. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll just kind of go on my little soapbox here for a second because there's also a lot of people that want to invalidate. Now, because I'm comfortable with who I am, I don't I don't care, but mm-hmm. I know other people really haven't gotten to that same level of comfort yet. And it's very frustrating to have people that maybe are uneducated or don't quite know how to take my my presentation and just accept it for what it is but i'll have people that go well you've you've you know been with men before so that invalidates you yeah don't think that invalidates me that was if anything my own version of like research and trying to be something that i thought i was supposed to be because i had been sort of expected to be that most of my life or at least i thought i was Versus me actually connecting to what I really want, you know. That's a case of hey, buddy, this that was me. Me being with men was me conforming to your ridiculous basic yeah. standards and yeah. ideals, and yeah. me being me now is just living authentically. Exactly, and I, I think ultimately that's that's what happened, you know. And that's what I will say. And that I'm not going to say a lot of people are really negative about it, yeah. but you know, you'll you'll have you know some men that make uninformed statements. They'll they'll message me and go, "I'm just waiting for you to change back." Yeah, yeah that's not really how that works. Um, if anything, this whole process has just allowed me to authentically accept who I am, not change to something. This that, right. and I think that's a misconception also. But that doesn't make it true, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the other thing is that there's there's a lot of perceptions about like what it what it means and sort of I even have people go, You don't look gay. What does that even mean? I'm like, for real though, like what does that even mean? What does it look a certain way? And I think I that's know. oh, you know what, <laughs> Mr. Cash, I'm gonna throw this pin at you. Um but no, I, I think it is one of those things that we all have, in my opinion, the the right and the privilege even yeah. to live our lives as who we are in an authentic way, as a, as a means to connect to the world around us and as a way to live our best life. We it, Life is way too short to be stuck, Absolutely. you know, or way too short to hold yourself to someone else's standard that... that 
I, I don't do a lot of shoulds, but I really do think you all should be able to accept the truth of who you are and, and live that to the fullest that you can. And whether or not your story looks like mine or you've just, you know, always known from day one, like, this is what I want and this is how I present to the world. Own that, you know, that's OK, too. I have to laugh, though, because um, both you and my ex-husband will often say, like, God, I kind of wish, like, hanging out and, you know, checking out hot women with you. Like, yeah. it, it's also kind of <laughs> funny because, you know, you would have thought, like, if you go back and look at my life, right, you can see these little, like, glimmers of, like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-husband used to say, he'd be like, I thought my wife was so cool. Like, we'd be walking through the mall. You'd be like, wow, she was really pretty. Did you see mm-hmm. her? And not in, like, a jealous, let me catch you in something way, more in, like, a hey can we can we go talk to her you know um and then like you and I we used to do the same thing I'd be like Randy did you see her she was so pretty you know or whatever and it just it's just funny that it's like I didn't pick up on those cues (laughs) when I should have but now when I think back on them they kind of make me laugh that's funny (laughs) I'm just saying yeah we used to have a lot of fun sitting on the front porch giggling and laughing right and just still do of, actually still do when I come do the do the uh, podcast or just to hang out. But yeah, it just I, I really am very grateful to you though for Likewise, allowing thanks. me the space and the the trust and the, the your own authenticity to allow me to show up in a vulnerable way and to say some really scary stuff that I didn't know what the implications were ultimately going to look like. But I also didn't feel like I could hold that truth inside any longer mm-hmm. without at least expressing it to you. Now, I didn't know what that was going to turn into, but ultimately, I think it's it's worked out in a really great way. But it has definitely been a process to get from there to here. And I, and I really am grateful for all of your support and, and your willingness to be my wing person. My pressure. <laughs> I remember. I just remember when you were talking to me. It's like, damn, dude, you need to be happy. Like, I love you so much. You just need to be right. happy, dude. And like, oh, boy, I'm not uh, I'm not the easiest person to be with. I'm not, like, mean or, you know, no. anything like that. I'm, I'm just still, I got my things, man. I'm a little, sure. you know, I get a little distant, you know what I mean? I'm, that's all. And I get it. I get it. But I don't yeah, think that I had any. Yeah, I know you get it. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you get it. I get it. I get it. No, I, I, I do. I think it was it was one of those things that I just, I feel like as much as we might have mistaken our connection for something else in the beginning, um, I did meet you at a time in my life where it's almost like I think we needed each other kind of for yeah, different absolutely. reasons. And, and we were able to figure that out and go down a path of that being just an authentic connection. And yeah. I'm so grateful for So Likewise. Awesome. I'm in a much better place that you're in my life, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I know, right? It's, it's all just, crying. It's just a love fest up in here. Uh, oh, goodness. Cupcakes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but no, Where's so. Where's your bag of candy? You know what? It's on the floor over there. I'll have to go get it. Do you need some candy? I do now. I need something to sweeten me up. Oh, my goodness. All right. He's a mess, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Randy Cash, how can people follow you if they want to before next time we are together? On Instagram, at rcashcomedy. Okay. And if you want to follow along with any of the things I've got going on, either the blog or links to the podcast this week or previous ones, you can go to lindsaywalden.com. There's a tab for the blog. There's a tab for the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, at Lindsay Walden Consultant or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. On Instagram, you can find me Walden underscore Lindsay. And on Pinterest, you can find me. It's uh, Therapy Thoughts on there. I'm all over the place, ma'am. Yeah. 
Until next time, though, I hope everybody has a fabulous rest of your day. Enjoy tomorrow as National Coming Out Day, whether or not you are coming out or just supporting someone that is, or you're just resharing your story as a beacon of light for others that haven't felt that courage to do so yet. I wish you nothing but the best. See you next week.